Hi, podcasting from New York. They say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. This is Pushing Boundaries. Most of today's commentary on complex social issues is binary, unproductive, and flat-out lazy. With this podcast, I'm looking to hopefully elevate these conversations, and as a lifelong educator, hopefully learn a few things along with you. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. decision to quit teaching a job that I really loved. I know that if I don't accept my now, I won't be fully elevated into who I'm supposed to be tomorrow. I quit. I quit. That's it. it wasn't for me and it's not even that it was just that job that wasn't for me I felt like any job period wasn't for me in my current state of life right now I quit my job hey we have a huge announcement I quit They say some of the most valuable buried treasure is found in graves. In 2018, 51% of millennials quit. 25% of Generation X quit. 19% of baby boomers quit. American theater is filled with narratives for not quitting. My favorite is Rocky. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. This is Rocky looking in the mirror as he's banging the mirror looking at himself. And he wants to quit. And Apollo Creed said, listen, man, we got to do this today, not tomorrow. And he's like, but I really don't want to do this. Let me do it tomorrow as an excuse not to do it today. His excuse to to cop cop out or opt out of the situation. There are other movies like Shawshank Redemption. There's a moment in the film where Morgan Freeman sits on the step and there's another uh, inmate sitting behind him while they're in prison. And he says, uh, they send you here for life. And that's exactly what they take. There's another scene when he says the world is not made out of stone. There's something inside of you that they can't touch, they can't take from you. All of these are inspirational moments in someone's life that pushed them to stick it out. And there are inspirational moments in our lives that pushes us to stick it out, to avoid quitting. What's happening in your life today that has you in your moment, in your station in life, doing what you're doing right now. What is it? There are successful quitters I know. Steve Jobs, the genius behind Apple computers. Two brothers, Shep and Ian Murray, who created Vineyard Vins, a necktie company who left their desk jobs. And Paul English, the founder of Kayak, 
who worked as a venture capitalist for Greylock Firm. All of these individuals are people who suddenly got up one day and said, there's something else for me to do. Made a conscious decision and never looked back. We see and hear many success stories on a daily basis from television, from the media. What we don't see are the ones who quit and failed. We see individuals around us who may lack persistence, motivation, or may have fallen to a depression from some sort of failure. What we haven't seen is failure from people who change their lives constantly by quitting, choosing an alternative, and persistently giving everything and every effort that they have to reach success. Those stories are not so evident unless we ask the question, how did you get here? How did you end up here? How come when I look at you, you seem to be living within your purpose? You seem to have passion for your work. What helped you get to this road of success? What decisions did you make? What did you have to forego? How did you change your pathways to get here? At the end of every journey, there's the assumption that there's a reward. This reward will provide us with added value. There are benchmarks for incentives. It's a reward for ourselves and those around us. It's process driven. Similarly like sports, football, basketball, any sport you can think of, if we put it in practice time, the belief is that we'll improve in the game, we'll become more competitive, we'll be a better player, and we'll receive the rewards of success. We were all born with expectations given to us from our parents from birth, shared in the generation of our families, an innate responsibility to moments of integrity and strength, inner strength, almost like a lineage of behaviors we have to carry out, leaving us somewhat stuck in certain positions of life. Where do I belong? Am I supposed to be? Who am I? What's next? Do I continue? All of these live through expectations. Some of our beliefs are that we have to be comfortable and happy, that if we're not living in total comfort and total happiness, we're not living within our dreams. We're not, on, we're not living within our journeys. We're not moving in a path of success. We confuse beliefs and comforts with process. And we all have to go through a process to reach the ultimate goal. What are our goals, benchmarks, short-term? Life is about living, but in this life of living, we're in this slow race to achieve and accomplish. And in our achievement and accomplishment, sometimes we live through others. And we live through others because others are the examples before us, are the examples that we draw in our picture in terms of what to connect to in order to strive. We also look at the example of, as, of others as our competition or the benchmark that we have to overcome or excel beyond. We look at the work of our parents. We want to achieve a little more than they did. Or our friends. We want to compare ourselves and at least be where they are or more than. We're constantly in this competitive race for more, for being better, for being the best, because we have these expectations. But the challenge is, when do we quit? I'm not talking about those people that have buried their talents in the earth with their bodies. 
with their brains and creativity. I'm talking about the people who are moving on tracks that are not benefiting them. I'm talking about the people who are lost, who are moving without purpose, who are sitting in monotonous jobs, in relationships that are not growing, in commitments that are failing to nourish their bodies, spirits, and minds. I'm talking about people who may lack the courage to quit. And I'm not talking quite about quitting and stopping our lives. I'm not talking about stopping and doing nothing next. I'm talking about taking an alternative route. I'm talking about making the adjustments in our lives. When do we make them? How do we leverage enough resources and information to make shifts? The fairy tale ending is that if we put in the work, we'll get the result. There are, of course, natural disruptions to success or that lead to quitting. And that's because we have nothing we can do about it. There are things like physical disruptions in terms of you know uh, hurting ourselves severely, like an ACL or an ankle injury or a broken leg or some sort of physical disruption that we can't continue in a, in a, a physical activity. There's your mental health. You know, there's you know, can you stick to the pressure? Can you deal with the stresses of the job? Can you deal with the stresses of a relationship? Uh, can you deal with the stresses of uh, social social um, environments that tend to push you beyond the envelope? In these matters, there's nothing we can do about it. You know, our body says stop. We have to stop. We have to take heed. We have to take a break. We take a moment. We have to recover. Sometimes we can't recover. Sometimes we have to take an alternative route. That's not what I'm talking about here today in terms of when to quit. I'm talking about that bubbling commitment that you have to a purpose, to something that you want to do. I'm talking about this feeling of pressure in your heart. I'm talking about a feeling of pressure in your body. I'm talking about the feeling of pressure in your head. And this, this, this I can't describe it to you, but it, it feels like, like, like this, this tension, this constant tension of a desire to succeed at something that may not be in your purpose, but because you've signed on to it and you've made commitment to so many others, your family, yourself, your friends, when you realize that there's an impact on others, that if I'm, if I'm successful, then we all benefit. If I quit, I'm wasting time. I'm not working within my purpose. I'm letting a lot of people down. How does this make me feel about myself? How do people see me? What am I gonna do about it? Where do I go from here? There's a certain emptiness in that process. Filling a cup and not drinking it. Buying the groceries and not eating it. Putting gas in a car and not driving it. Having keys to a home and not living in it. Having a retirement and not retiring. Having a savings account and not going on vacations. Working a job and not receiving the benefits of working. What is the impact on others? It used to be fun to be on a team, a body of members that I could cooperate and collaborate with and cooperate and have conversations with and use to leverage my skills and their skills to a single purpose of winning and having productive losses. But the team, being on a team is not funny. It's not fun anymore. I no longer want to take calculated risks because I don't see a purpose in it. I don't want to deal with the consequences that are not benefiting to the long term of what I need to be or where I need to be in my time in this role. If I fail in something that I don't have my heart in, how do I bounce back from that failure? Am I owning it? There are people that move in their own purpose. They could care one less bit of what people think about them. They move in their own 
through their own force of nature. They make decisions based on their own needs. They can decide, they can choose, they can move, they can relocate, they can make decisions, they can be alone, they can be together. That's a different kind of person, right? And we have those people out there who are very flexible and adaptable to change. But there are some people, there are some people that just stay too long. And our life on Earth, as we know from the, the recent passing of Kobe Bryant, is short. And our endings are unknown. And so we have to constantly ask ourselves and reassess, are we on the right track? Are we moving within our purpose in everything that we do, in every component of our lives? Have we chosen right, correctly? Are we doing the things that are going to bring us the goal, the answers, the purpose-driven life? When do we get to a point that we said we've had enough? It's time to make a change. It's time to fulfill my purpose on this short time on earth. When do we do it despite the fact that no one will understand around us but ourselves? Am I the only one that's had moments like these of hard choices? What about you? What about you? Are you with me on this? Have you had those hard choices? Have you done everything that you needed to do? Or do you have a bucket list of things you want to accomplish? I mean, listen, I got to give it to the, to, to the millennials. The millennials are doing it. They're not waiting too long. If it doesn't suit them, they move to the next, and they move to the next. And of course, those are, there's both positive and consequences to that kind of person and that kind of lifestyle, and we know it. But there's also a consequences of not living in your purpose. There's the consequences of being still for too long, of waiting for a moment that never came. Let's recap. When to quit? Most often we don't, we quit because of rewards. Number one. Two, a natural disruption. Number three, our commitment versus dishonor. Four, our personal expectations. All of these drive us to continue on tracks that sometimes don't make any sense. I have no purpose. Repeat after me. In my lifetime, I want to do and see the following. I want to travel. I want to diversify my network of friends. I want to experience one new thing daily. I want to make enough money to have time to enjoy it and impact others. I want to experience all the pleasures I can without destroying my physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional self. In closing, I want to share some uh, learnings with you. It's important that before you quit, before you make any major decision that is going to impact your life and the lives of others, sometimes your confidence, your stability, and comfort, you need to be strategic about your quitting power. You have to ask yourself, is this decision in alignment with my purpose? Is this a rational decision in terms of not moving with through emotion, but I'm moving through, are there reoccurring themes in my life that suggests that I'm not working within my purpose? Is my current commitment a commitment that was made through my decision or the decision of another? How much am I willing to lose in making this decision? Am I comfortable leaving the amount of time on the table in order to go after the things that matter to my values? And ultimately, I want you to consider this. 
when you decide if you're moving within your purpose. If it no longer improves me as a person, you as a person, and it is not a meaningful assignment, then why the hell are you doing it? I and you were put on this earth to actualize our purpose in a short amount of time. Use the last two statements as motivating factors in your decisions. Growing up, we all had desires and dreams of what we wanted to become. We all had, we saw a clear vision of our purpose. And then as we got older and things became more serious and we came, and we become more distracted with other people's narratives and the general public's narratives, sometimes we lose our way. And make decisions based on the following. Number one, when making a decision, don't look for the approval of others. Number two, always, always face your fears. Number three, you never know, you never know until you try. Number four, careers don't define you. Number five, be comfortable being different. Number six, limit where you place your energy of concern. You only have a certain amount of time. Take care. References for this episode you can find at www.newyorktimes.com. I quit. Or sometimes you have to quit to get ahead. Uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving Up. Also, the Washington Post, why 70% of kids quit sports by the age 13. Uh, four lessons I've learned from quitting my job with no backup plan, themuse.com. Thanks for listening to Pushing Boundaries. Once again, my name is Sharif Rucker. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do me a favor by commenting, subscribing, and sharing this podcast with everyone you know. All of these things are free and take very little effort, but would mean the world to me. Thanks again and stay tuned.